Good morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing? Mazel tov, mazel tov. Tremendous mazel tov on the seum of Mesech the Shabbos. Tremendous mazel tov on the start and the new beginning of Mesech the Today's shear. Well, the sponsors alone are going to take us about 10 minutes. So you could skip forward if you're watching this later. Today's shear is being sponsored in honor of Stan and Karen Fireman on the occasion of their 40th wedding anniversary. May they continue to grow in Torah mitzvahs and get much nachas from their beautiful family and from all of Klai Yisrael. Today's shear is being sponsored by our great friend Phil Rosenblatt. Today is the Aliyah Day of their children and sponsored by Jean. Eli, sir, Barth, in honor of my children and their families, Mordechai, Binyamin, Barth, and Shelly, Benjamin, Barth, and Shelly, Daniela, Frank, Barth, Yishra Kayach. Next, Rufua Shlema, for Alta Yerachmiel Be'yuchebed. This is, Rabbi Yisai, this is also one of those occasions where the shir comes together, the camaraderie. We heard about one of our, one of our guys, we weren't even aware he watches us every single day in the hospital. He has an eight-year-old son, Loyalenu, who has a brain tumor and is unconscious in the hospital, eight years old. And the outpour from the, our community, from our chaverim, from our family, was unbelievable. Here's, for instance, somebody sent me a picture, or actually the father sent me this picture. Somebody just sent him a box full of toys, full of clothes, toys. Unbelievable. So, Rufo Shleim for Aldi Yachmiel Ben Yochaved, just random people sponsoring different days. L'schusay. Rabbi, say, listen to this. We've been talking about this as Yeshiva Bacharim don't have where to go, and maybe they're coming to Israel, maybe they're not coming to Israel. So, here we have two cases, beautiful, one after another, long Megillas, but it's worth reading. The shear is dedicated by Rabbi and Mrs. Shlemi Sofer, famous guy here in Ramah Bet Shemesh. He runs the organization Yat Tomech, a tzedakah organization, in honor of their dear children Yisrael, Yaakov, and David, who have reached this amazing milestone of completing Mesechtes Shabbos of Eli's amazing daily daf Yomi Shiurim. They were promised that if they reach till the end of Mesechtes Shabbos, will dedicate the first daf of Eirvin to their zechus. A boy say, where have I gone wrong? My children will do a masechta if I get them a bike, or if I do something like that, take them on a ski trip. Dedicate the first daf of Eirvin, there's a chos. May Hashem grant us much continuous nachas from them. Amen. And all of our children and grandchildren also. May this year be a zechus and refuah shleim for Yaakov ben Machla, a cancer patient who has COVID. May I have a full and speedy recovery. B'karev. Amen. Not just a dedication of the shir, but a full day dedication. And here goes another full day dedication by the Bachar himself who learned with us. We see him every single day on Zoom. Sponsored by Aaron Shields. In honor of my brother Chaim Nassim. Nassim's 17th birthday. I don't know how old Aaron is. Maybe 18, 19. Also sponsoring a full day. The non-Israeli international Chidon champion. Nassim is a genius. So is his brother Aaron they're, they're related to me. They're my wife's cousin's kids. What is that? My second? I don't even know what that makes me. And in honor of everyone for the Shabbos. So his brother won the championship, the Chidon. He knows Tanakh by heart. He came in second place 
globally. And in honor of everyone who finished Shabbos through Shabbos through MDY and Eli and the whole team, and as a schos to all the remaining seminary and yeshiva students who don't have their visas to come to Israel yet, including me, he says, for this upcoming zman should be able to enter the country. Rabbi Sai, so if you know any yeshiva guy that's pretending that all he learns is lumdas, tell him to jump on the bandwagon. For, if it's a week, it's better than nothing. It's better than sitting at home. For this upcoming time, okay, I also want to thank MDY for stabilizing mine and many other people's learning over this whole corona situation. Beautiful. Okay, so it wasn't too bad. One email for today that has to do with the Siam and uh, starting Irvin. Listen to this, beautiful. From Aaron Unger from Ramah Bet Shemesh. Dear Reb Eli Yemosh. Just wanted to send you a short personal note of things. This is my third time trying to do Daf Yomi. In each of the previous two cycles, I got behind and eventually threw the towel, threw in the towel. Baruch Hashem, when it happened again this time, that I got behind, which everyone gets behind, I took your advice, just made a note of which Daf am I missed, and kept going with the shear. I made a commitment to myself that I would get caught up before the end of the Masechta, and Baruch Hashem, I was there to do so. Please continue to repeat this advice for the newbies, who Amir Hashem will be joining the Shir for Erevin. So, so simple, but so effective. Reboisai, the idea is very simple. You are going to fall behind. That's just the way it works. You have a wedding, you have a this, you, uh, some people get sick, a little fever. You're going to fall behind. So the Yitzhara always says, don't do the daf today. You can't. You have to be a perfectionist. You have to finish the Masech to complete. So you just try to catch up, and you're constantly trying to catch up, and before you know it, you fall behind even more and more. The idea is you jump ahead, you go to where Klai Yisrael is holding, and then eventually, like you do what he did, like Aaron, and you catch up on a Shabbos, on a day off, but you go with everybody else, and like this, you give it to the Yetzer. I just heard the other day Rabbi Sacher friend in his uh, Sima Shah speech, which he took basically all of my things and said over this chassid shalom, maybe I took it from him, I don't remember which one, but he's saying very similar stuff, but he has a beautiful line, he says this idea, he says the perfect is the enemy of the good. Perfectionism, and I'm so guilty of that, is, and that's how I learned this idea, because I fell off the bandwagon too many times to count. The perfectionism, the answer says be perfect, be perfect, no, 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 you can't, you can't just jump ahead, you gotta do it. Perfection, the perfect is the enemy of the good. By the way, you don't see me on Zoom so much, but I'm a loyal YouTuber, sometimes live and sometimes recorded. Oh, first of all, he says this, I look forward to continuing in Mir Hashem finishing shots together. Thank you very, very much. Anyways, he's a YouTuber, sometimes live and sometimes recorded. The Mila of YouTube is that even while watching live, if I miss something, I can pause it, catch up, hit play, and the video continues from where I pause it. Even though, even though I'm watching live. So you may not see me, but I am with you. Boy, say, if you don't feel comfortable with YouTube, you can do Torah anytime. We have the app, which according to Leon Welcher, who developed the app, says there's over a thousand hits a day on the app. Continue. Boy, say, here we go. Let me give you the Hagdama to Mesechtes Erevin. It's actually one word. It's Gishmak. Why am I saying that? Because you're going to hear from different people. Ervin is difficult. Ervin is from the toughest. From the three toughest. This, Ervin, you vomit. It's Gishmak. It's fun. It's not that hard. 
Well, Shabbos is difficult. They say it about Shabbos. Shabbos was extremely gishmak. And by the way, talking about Shabbos, I see Ari Rosenstein. I'm so happy to see you. I got to call you out on the first day because I missed you. For 156 days, he took a vacation. He promised me 157 days ago that he's going to take a vacation from Sech Shabbos because he knows it inside out, backside forwards. And true to his word, he's back here today. So it's a tremendous chus to see him. He does know it inside out. He has a simon for every daf. We should learn from him. Chazara, chazara, chazara. And he's back for Erevan. We're going to hear by the historical simashas that we're having. A hundred different locations, not people, locations around the world, from South Africa to Australia, Belgium, etc., 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 43 locations in the United States. Look it up on the website, americas.filmy.com, if you want to find your location. We're going to hear from Rabbi Sokhar Friend and from Charlie Harari. And I had the privilege of hearing their speech beforehand. And they're both going to say, Erevin is difficult. And I humbly want to argue with them. Now, it's not a real argument. They are saying it because they don't have, look at this, they don't have this stuff. They don't have all these pictures, all these charts. We have the charts, we have the pictures. It's easy, easy stuff. Geschmack. So what is Erevin? Erevin, the word Erevin is a merger. We merge two properties, two Rishriyos. You take two Chatzerois, two, a house to Rishusrabim, a house to, you make an Erev, you make a string, you put it around, you say, this is all one property. My thoughts are like this. We're not going to be discussing that so much today. Erevin has different halachas of Tchumim going beyond 2,000 Amas, which you shouldn't, you can't, how, where, you make an Erev there. You make a meal, you, you, you set your place, you say, okay, I live there, or I live in both Chatzeres, I live in the Mava, you have to make a sheet of Mavais, which is also an Erev. So these are the things that we're going to be discussing throughout the Masechta. Come on this journey, it's going to be an amazing journey. Now, Erevin, by the way, Erevin, as that anonymous Agado, I don't know, five-page email that I, we started reading, he says, Erevin is Arvus. We're merging, we're all one. And if you think about it, we as a group, there's nothing like this in the world. So many different types of people, Hasidim and Misnagdim and Litvaks, and everybody says the same thing. From so many different countries and continents and, and cities. Arvos, we all get together as, as one, as one group, as one Chabura, to do one thing. To worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu, To learn Torah together. We're united with one thing. So... Let's make this our Masechta. Erevin will be our Masechta. And when we finish, we're going to look back and we're going to laugh. It wasn't that difficult. It was fun. Says the Mishnah, Mavoy. Yeah. Mavoy shugavoya lamala ma'esramama. So what is a Mavoy? In the time of the Gemara, they had houses. They had these houses that led into a courtyard right in front of the house. So you have like two houses that go into one courtyard. And then you have another two houses, one courtyard. And then those two courtyards, like you see these openings over here, it could be more, it could be less. You have it on both sides, you have it on one side. They lead into an alley, a mavui. This is a mavui. There are two types of mavuis. One is a dead end, like this picture right over here. And one is a mefulosh. It goes through and through. A dead end is called a sasum. Mefulosh is like a street like we have today. goes through and through. So Rashi brings down, if it's a street that goes through and through, it's a little bit 
different. You have to, it has to be narrower than a Rishul Sarabim, which is 16 Amis wide. Or Rishul Sarabim, a public domain, 16 Amis wide. Some people say uh, 600,000 people go through a day, different machloikas, fine. Rishul Sayachit, private domain. A Mavui, theoretically, Midaraisa, you should be able to walk on it, carry in it, no problem. It opens up to your private domain. It's not part of Rishul Sarabim. Chachamim come along and say you cannot carry in it. Why? You might come to confuse it with the Rishasarabim, you might walk into the Rishasarabim. Therefore, they instituted a lechi and a kaira. A lechi is a piece of wood that goes vertical. It could be a small little strip just to demark the, the, the entrance to the mavi. Telling you, hey, be careful, don't go out. Some people say it actually, clo- you pretend it closes it in. Kaira. Same idea, but it's horizontal on the top. Right over here, has to be a tefach wide, goes through the top. Now, says the Mishnah, If it's taller, then don't, don't worry, we're not going to have that many pictures every day. Today, first day of everything, we've got to impress everybody. If the Mavoy, you see this ruler right over here, it's higher than 20 amas, look at this little guy over here. If it's taller than 20 amas, what do you do? The obvious. You make it lower than 20 amas. Because if it's taller than 20 amas, I, can't, I cannot use it. Rabbi Yehuda argues, you don't have to make it lower. It could be even 40 amas. Another sheet in the Gemara, even 50 amas. Another sheet in the Gemara, even 100 amas. What about the width? of this Mavoy. How wide is the opening? A thousand feet wide? You could also put a little stick at the end where nobody notices it. Says the Mishnah, Baruch might. Does anybody argue on this? It doesn't say any names here. It just says, Baruch HaMesra might. In the Gemara we're going to see, yes, the same Rabbi Yehuda that argues on the Reisha argues over here. So why doesn't he say anything? There's no mention of him. Because the Gemara understood that we take it for granted. For whatever reason he says that you have to, that you could go for however high you want to go, you could go forever for the width you want to go. It doesn't matter. You have to use your own logic over here. And if this mobile has a door frame, you see, there's a lechi on the side, a kair on the top, a door frame. It looks literally like an entryway. Now that's a big, big sign. No one is going to confuse that with the Rosh Hashanah. You see there's something going on here. Even though it's wider than 10 Amos, you don't have to reduce the size. When it says Yemayit, what does Yemayit mean? You reduce the size. So you can do something like this. You, first, you could just take a piece of wood, and make it less than 10 amas. But if you really want to get technical over here, you can make little, like in Israel, they have these beams that protect the bus, stop is from ter- bus stops from terrorists. You make those little poles, as long as they're not three tfachim away from each other, and that halachically reduces the size, and you make an opening of 10 amas. Says the Gemara, Tanan Hasam. It says in Masechta Sukkah. Everybody has their favorite Masechta. I love Masechta Sukkah. For me, when I was 12 years old, I learned in uh, Yeshiva Ketana, in Rechovot. 
You're going to say, what? Rechovot? You said Tifrach. Yes, Tifrach, then Rechovot, then Panovich. You know, did the rounds. So they learned Sukkah there. And the highlight of the year was that Rav Shach would come every year and test this particular yeshiva. He didn't do it to any yeshiva, just that yeshiva. So we worked and worked, we chazered and chazered, so that Rav Shach would come. Oh, once I'm saying about Rav Shach, I might as well tell you a little bit more. It was, everybody was chazering for this thing. Now, Rav Shach, my father used to go learn with Rav Shach every single Matzi Shabbos. Rav Shach called him out. He found out that this, this interesting guy that learns all day with tefillin. So he said, I want to learn with you. So my father naturally took me, I was the oldest one, I would go to Rav Shach every single Matzi Shabbos, and occasionally he would give me a candy, he would schmooze a little bit. So I was very familiar with him. And we're in yeshiva and I'm telling everybody, watch, when Rav Shach comes, he's going to walk right over to me, and he's going to say, Eli, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? And like this, I keep on telling everybody, showing off, Rav Shach, Rav Shach, I'm best friends with him. He's going to come to my bar mitzvah, blah, blah, blah. So finally the day comes, and Rav Shach walks into the yeshiva and everybody's taking pictures of it. So I walk over to him and I said, Rosh Hashiva, my father sends regards. He says, uh, who are you? Like that, right in front of the whole yeshiva. Biggest bazillion ever. Anyway, you know, he was in his 90s, he didn't see well. He really didn't know me. So, Sukkah. This exact Mishnah and Gemara is in Misech the Sukkah. Well, but with the Dalach is a Sukkah. It's almost word for word. Tanan awesome. Sukkah she from Alma. If you have a Sukkah that's taller than 20 Amas, Psula. Now in our mission it says Mavoy that's taller than 20 Amas. It tells you what to do. It gives you instructions. Dimait. You should make it lower. In Mesech the Sukkah, and this, that's the Gemara's question, why the different language? Why does it say over there? Apostle doesn't tell you what to do. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir, Rabbi Yehuda says over there, Kasher. Same Rabbi Yehuda as over here. What's the difference in the language? Says the Gemara too, Pshatim, like the Gemara says over there. A sukkah that we already know the law about sukkah. It says in the Torah you should make a sukkah. Sukkah's teshvu. So it, it makes sense that I tell you, by the way, that sukkah that says in the Torah that you should make, if you make it taller than 20 amas, puzzle. But mavoi, there's no iser to walk in a mavoi. So here's the first time that the, the Mishnah invents this halacha called mavoi that you need a karen alechi. So it doesn't make sense. Oh, by the way, if you're in a mavoi, puzzle. It's not possible. A mavi is kosher. So I need to first tell you that this halachas, and you should put a kairi, you should put a lechi, and then, so within the same words, instead of giving us the whole instruction book, we say, by the way, put a kaira and make it lower. So I'm telling you that you need to put a kaira, and I'm also sticking in and make it lower. In other words, what's a better lashon? Our Mishnah right over here is the better Lashen. So, the, the Gemara's first shot is that the Mishnah over there has a better Lashen. It's more precise, Psula. Just over here, that Lashen doesn't fit in. I have to explain to you the Halachas first, and then I say it. Now the Gemara says, our Mishnah's Lashen is better. No, you could also say how to fix it in Masech Sukkah, but it doesn't. Why not? Mavi the learning the only has one halacha. Kaira. So if this kaira, this horizontal beam is too high, lower it down. 
Over there, there are many different halachas. You have to have three walls. What if you don't have three walls? Make a third wall. You have to have more You have to have more shade than sun. So what if you don't have it? And if it's lower than 10 tfachim, what should you do? So it's too many things. And a Rebbe always teaches the short version. So it says one thing at the end of the mission. All these things are puzzled. It says in the beginning also, but one halacha, one puzzle for all three. Since there's only one halacha here of Kaira, says Rav. So we're going to have a machlaikis here. Where exactly does this machlaikis come from? Whether the Kaira is above 20 amas, you have to make it lower. Now, Rav Yudah says you don't have to make it lower. Rav says you have to, uh, the Chacham say you have to make it lower. Where, where do they take it from? Says Rav, and the Gemara kind of goes away from this, slugs up Rav at the end, Rav Chiz has his own pshat. But we're going to go through Rav now. So, in the base of Migdash, you have this giant T-shaped building. In the building, you have the Menorah, you have one of the Mizbeach, you have the Shulchan, Kodesh Kodashim is all the way back here. This is called the Ulam. The front part is the Ulam. Giant door. Giant entryway. Look at that. 40 amas high. You know what that is? 80 feet tall. 80 feet tall. A door. Doorway. By 20 amas wide, 40 feet wide. But once you go in here, this is just the Ulam. It's the entryway. It's a nice entryway. It's a hallway, call it. But this part, the back part of the T, is called the Heichal. That's where everything takes place. And the Heichal has a doorway that's only 20 amas tall. So says Rav, that's the Machlaikas. The Torah tells us Pesach, an opening. Do I learn it from the Heichal, which is only 20 amas high, and that limits my Kaira to 20 amas high? That's the opening of anything, of a Besamigdosh and a Mavoy? Or says Rabbi Huda, no. I learned it from the Ulam. Ulam is much taller. 40 Amas tall. And the Gemara is going to slug off, but hey, I only got 40 Amas. Where do you come up with 50 that the Mishnah says? That, 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 that the, the different Mandarim say 50, 100. So that's why they go away from it. But anyway, we see here the concept of 40. 20 and 40. Either the Heichel has a 24 opening, the Ulam has a 40 foot opening. Now, just like the Heichel is 20. So to the Mavoy. Rabbi Yudah learns it from the opening of the Ulam, which was 40. This is not. The Heichal was 20 tall and 10 wide. And the Ulam was 40 by 20 wide. Now, where does it say anywhere in the Torah that a Heichal and a Ulam have a doorway? And that's called a Pesach. That we could compare it to a Mavoy. Nowhere. So where does it say the word Pesach? Somewhere else completely. Somewhere called a Mishkan. The Mishkan was in the Midbar. And in Chiloy. Before we had a Beis Hamikdash, we had a Mishkan. Over there it says Pesach. Okay. But the Mishkan certainly didn't have an Ulam. It didn't have anything that was 40 feet tall. 40 amas tall. So how do you go from a Mishkan to the Ulam? In the oil, So, 
This is the oil moed. Let's maybe I have a better picture here somewhere. Oh, here's the oil moed. In the desert, you have this walls around inside. You have the oil moed. Fine. Oil moed. Where do you shecht shlamim? Pesach oil moed. By the doorway, Pesach, it says. Now, Rabban and Savri, the Rabban and Savri, Kedusha Seichel Lechud, Kedusha Sulam Lechud. Seichachamim. Wait a minute. These two things, yes, they're one T, but they're two separate structures. You have the Heichel and you have the Ulam. And they're not the same. Meaning, if I have to light my menorah in the Heichel, and I decided to pull my menorah out of the Heichel and light it in the Ulam, no good. They're different Kedushas. They're different structures. They have not, no, nothing in common. So the Torah says Pesach over there by the, by the Midbar. You have to compare it to the future Beis HaMikdash. One part of the Beis HaMikdash only. The Heichal. And the Heichal is only 20 Amas. So I'm limiting a Mavi to 20 Amas. Says Rebbe, they not true. These two structures, the back and the front are one. If I took out my Menorah, I took out the, the Mizbech HaKtaris, bring it inside the Ulam and I start... I put my lechem upon him there. It's good. It's fine. It's not where it's supposed to be, but it's all one structure. I'm yaitzei. V'chiksev Pesach Ha'yomayin Atarvayu v'chiksev. So the word Pesach in the Midbar goes on everything in the base Hamikdash, including the Ulam, which is 40 amas tall. So I know that a Mavi can be 40 amas tall. V'yboi seim another pshat. L'Rebbe Yehuda Nami Gdusha Sulam Lechud Gdusha Seichel Lechud. I'll say according to this pshat that Rebbe Yehuda agrees. That those are two separate structures. The heichal and the ulam are different. And if I if I light a menorah in the ulam, not yaitza. So how do I go from Pesach, the word Pesach uh, opening, in the in the Mishkan, in the Midbar, and bring it all the way to the ulam in forty amas? There's a pasuk that says el Pesach ulam habayis. Well, guess what? Do a search, and you'll never find this pasuk. It doesn't exist. So Tysus explains, and that kind of explains the Gemara's answer a little bit better. There are actually two psukim in Yecheskel. So we take the two red words, El Pesach Abayas. That's in Perik Mem Zayim. And in Perik Mem, it says, So we go like this, we read it, El Pesach Ulam Abayas. Six prokem apart from each other. Incredible. Tosis says sometimes in Shas we find things like that. We had it before. So it says in the Pazik, El Pesach Ulam Abayis. It says the word Pesach. Pesach is the opening. That's the word we're looking for. And it says Ulam. Ulam, 40 amas tall. So that's where Rabbi Yudah learns the idea that an opening, even in a Mavoy, has a Pesach, 40 amas tall. Virabonon, Iavikosav, El Pesach Ulam. Very good. If it would have said Pesach Ulam, the opening of the Ulam, great. You have a great source. But guess what? You're mixing up two psukim here. And it doesn't say El Pesach Ulam. It says El Pesach Ulam Habayis. Habayis, says Chachamim, is not referring to the Ulam, but rather to the Heichel. You have a El Pesach Ulam. That extra word, Habayis. Habayis Abatuach Ulam. In other words, the house open to the ulam, the ulam is just the entryway. So it can't be that the Torah is talking, not it can't be, but it makes more sense. 
We're talking about the house, the inside of the house, not just one part of the house, which is the heichal, the main part, where everything is done. So going back to the original question, we, we, we touched upon it. This is Mishkan. This is in the middle of the Midbar. You see all the people here, all the Machanois, in the middle of the Midbar, middle of the desert. What does this have to do with the Beis HaMikdash? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you what it has to do. Ashkecha Mishkan the Ikri Mikdash. Because they're interchangeable. The word Mishkan could be the Beis HaMikdash. Um Mikdash the Ikri Mishkan. They're reversible, they're interchangeable. By the way, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you later from Sukkim. But first, I want to tell you another pshat. Because if you don't agree with me, you cannot shech the shlamim before the doors of the hechal are open. You need them to be open. You shechted it with the opening of the doors of the oil Where's the oil mayed? Midbar. So how do I take that halacha from Midbar and bring it to the Beis HaMikdash? The answer is, they're interchangeable. The halacha from Mishkan applies to the Beis HaMikdash. Taisa just points out, wait a minute. Shlamim, every day we shecht what? The Tamid. Every single day. Even on Shabbos. Sunday, Monday. And that's the first thing you do in the morning. So the doors are open already. So Taisa has a number of answers. Perhaps they close the doors. It was too windy. They close. They they open the door. Shechted the tamid. Close the doors. And now you have to open up the doors again for the shlamim. Shenemar v'shachdu pesach oil moyed b'zman shpsuchim v'lo b'zman shemnulim. It has to be open. V'hal kiksiv ahi by mishkan ksiv. But that halacha that the doors have to be open are by the mishkan and not by the beis hamikdash. El ashikham mikdash dekri mishkan or mishkan dekri mikdash. They're interchangeable. Says the Gemara, where do you see that they're interchangeable? It says that Akash Baruch Hu is going to take, he's going to give us a base Amigdash. Now, Rabbi Isai, when he said it, we had this. So what does it mean? Oh, by the way, I'm going to give you Nasati Mishkani, a Mishkan. I already gave you a Mishkan. Here it is. It's in the Midbar. He's promising us something in the future that he already gave us. Meaning, He's going to give us the base Hamigdash, which is also called a Mishkan. But what about the reverse? So if you say that it says in the Pasuk these words together, Hamigdash, Vikimus Hamishkan, right? From Shevet Levi, the Kahasim, part of the family, Kahas, they were the ones that carried Noisei HaMishkan, Veikimus HaMishkan, and they should, but it says, Mishkan, it says, Migdash. So you see that they're interchangeable. We're holding that Beis Amit Beis on the top, sponsored by Shia Greenfield, from Green Star Electrical Contracting. What a schos. He's able to sponsor the end of Masech Shabbos, the beginning of Masech Erevin, Ahu says the Gemara, Ahu Barangsev. Migdash is not referring to the base of Migdash. Migdash is referring to the holiest thing at the time. And what was the holiest thing? The Arain. The Luchos, the Arain. Hello, we have to say another Pasuk. Vasuli, Migdash, Veshachanti, Besoicham. The famous Pasuk, you'll make me a Migdash and I will dwell within it. A boy say trivia. This is a famous Medrash, right? It doesn't say in the Migdash, it says 
And what does that mean? Akash Baruch will dwell in each and every one of us. Where is this Medrash? Anybody? It's not a Medrash. It's a Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, who lived 30 years ago. Anyway, it's very, very famous. Everybody quotes it. They say it with the whole, like, uh, like as if it's a Pasuk. I don't, I don't think, I think, uh, you can check it out. I think it's Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. Maybe somebody else, but I don't think it's a Medrash. But it's a Gevaldik Avart. That if you give, if you devote yourself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He's going to be B'Soy Cham in each and every one of us. He's going to dwell within us, not in the Beis Hamikdash, within us. Says the Gemara, Bein Rabbanon Bein Rabbi Yehuda. Both, Rabbanon and Rabbi Yehuda, Leilfu Mepesach Sharech Gevaldik! In the desert, they had the Mishkan. How wide was this opening to the Mishkan? The Gemara understands that this opening was 20 amas wide. The Mishnah tells us that if a mavi is more than 10 amas wide, what do you do? You might, you put those poles, you make it smaller. But the Mishkan was at least 20 amas wide, says the Gemara. How do I know? Very simple, math. The width of the Mishkan, 50 amas. Then the Torah says there are something called kloim. We don't know yet, and the, the Torah doesn't tell us how wide the opening is, but we can figure it out ourselves, says the Gemara. Because the kloim... These corner pieces are 15 amas wide. 2 times 15, 30 amas. If you take 50 amas minus the 30, you're left with 20 opening. So you have a 20 ama opening. So why are you telling me that the opening of the Mavi could only be 10 amas? Here, you have a Pesach. Pesach Hamishkan. It says in the Pasuk, Pesach Shara Chatzar. It says the word Pesach. You're looking for Pesach? Here's Pesach. How wide is it? 20 so a mavi should be able to go as, as wide as 20 amas. How do I know that that opening is 20? The Gemara goes through the calculation we just mentioned. The The length of this chatzar is 100 amas. 200 feet long. It's approximately 100 feet wide. 50 amas wide. How tall is it? Remember, how tall? 5 amas. About approximately 10 feet. Just double it up. Just easy math. And it says each corner should be 15 amas wide. There's two on each side. Therefore, I know that my opening is 20. I have 15 on the eastern wall. 15, 15. That's 30. I'm left with a 20 gap. So to an Amavoy, I should be able to get along. I should have a Mavoy that's more than 10 Amas. It should go all the way to 20 Amas. Why do I have to make it smaller when it's 10 Amas? So the Gemara tell you why? I can't learn anything out from this Shar Why? Because it's called Shar HaChatzar, not a Pesach. It's not an opening. It's a wide gate. It's a Shar. It's a gateway. It's not called a door, it's an opening. If you look at it, it makes a lot of sense. It is an opening. There's no door on, on, the, on the Mishkan. There was another piece over here, so you can't peek in, but it's not a door, it doesn't open and close. It's a Shara Chatzar. Just like a gate to a city, doesn't open and close. It's a gate, it's a nice gateway. So too, this is a gateway, but it's not a Pesach. It's not, it's not, it's not similar to a doorway. 
And the Gemara later on is going to ask, if so, if Pesach means a doorway, then why doesn't the Mavi have a door? Okay. Weiter. Another pshat. Who told you, says the Gemara, that 15 Amas is referring to this guy over here, to this wall? If this means 15 Amas, you're right. You're left with a gap that's 20 Amas. Maybe it means this way, standing up. Meaning, here's the picture. Maybe this back wall has very tall 15 Amas walls over here. The rest maybe is five amos over here, maybe not, maybe everything is 15 amos. But over here, 15. Why? Says the Gemara of Aksiv, sorry. Maybe it's at the height, not 15 wide, but 15 tall on that wall. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? We mentioned, it says Mephorish. The height of the wall is only five amos tall. So what do you tell me, 15 amos? I'll tell you, Pshat. It is 15 Amas. So why does it say that it's only 5 Amas? What's inside here? A Mizbeach. Here's your Mizbeach. The Gemara understands that the Mizbeach, according to that cheetah, that's 10 Amas tall. So, there needs to be a wall that's 10, 5 Amas above the top of the height of the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach is 10 I need to develop a wall that's a total of 15. So it should be goiva chomesh. It should be five above any on top of the mizbeach. I need some privacy. So I give him an extra five amas above the mizbeach. Ahum isvas mizbeach ulemalo. Ask the Gemara, gomar. A question on Rav. Rav is the one that says that the machloik is between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda, whether a mother could be 20 amas, taller than 20 amas. Rabbanon learned it from the Heichal. The doorway of the Heichal in the Beis Hamikdash was only 20. And Rabbi Yehuda learns it from the Ulam. The Ulam, the entryway, the big entryway was 40. Ask the Gemara. Vatnan. How could Rabbi Yehuda have been Pisgah Shalulam Gomar? Vatnan. Varachav Meser Amisimait. Veloi Pali Rabbi Yehuda. So. Going back to the width of this Mavi. The width. How wide is the Mavi we said in the Mishnah? Could only be 10 Amas. Rabbi Huda doesn't argue. He's quiet. When the Mishnah says that you, if it's wider than 10 Amas, he doesn't argue. Yeah, if it's wider than 10 Amas, make it smaller, put poles, do whatever you need to do. The question is, where does Rabbi Huda learn his halacha from? The height? He learns it from the Ulam. How tall is the Ulam? 40. But how wide is the Ulam door? We said before, it's 20 Amas wide. It's a giant entryway. So why doesn't Rabbi Yudha say that a Mavi should be 20 Amas wide, like the Ulam? If he's learning from the Ulam, he should learn the height and he should learn, he should learn also the width. Says the Gemara, Omar Abayo. Polig Babraisa. I don't know if we read these words, we'll read them again. But not. Varacham Eser Amisimait. Veloi Polig Rabbi Yudha, Rabbi Yudha is quiet. In other words, he agrees that it's only 10 wide. Says the not true. There's a b'raisa somewhere that mentions that Rabbi Yudha does argue on the width. So what's the obvious question? That says in the b'raisa, Rabbi Yudha, you don't have to make it smaller if it's more than 10 amas. Here's the source 
You're telling me this is Mesech Seirv in the first Mishnah. How tall could a movie be? Even more than 20 Amas. How wide could it be? All of a sudden he's quiet. Why? Tell me the halacha. It could be up to 20 Amas. What's going on here? Says Gemara, You need to understand these things by yourself. It's common sense. It's very obvious. If Rabbi Huda says that a movie could be 40 Amas, where did he get it from? According to Rabbi, he got it from the Ulam. So anything that the Ulam has, you have in a movie. And a... a the, the ulam has a 40, a 20 amma wide door, so too the mavui. As the Gemara, great. Vakadi rebuked him in Pisgah Shalulam Gomar. What? You serious? He's learning it from the ulam? How could that be? Vatanya, mavui should go by a mess from Amma Yemayat, rebuked him Machshah, after Boim Chamisha Mamma. We learned in a Braisa that Rabbi Yehuda allows even 50 amma tall mavui, not only a 40, 40, or 50. And not only that, there's a third cheetah. But only by kapara ad meya, it can go up to a hundred amas. Bishlim the kapara guzma. Okay, when somebody throws out a number like that, a hundred amas tall. In those days, imagine building a structure out of wood, a hundred amas, two hundred feet tall. So he's exaggerating. A mavi could be a hundred amas. He's throwing out a number. What he meant? <clears throat> what he meant to say is more than twenty. He's very exact. My guzma. I understand 40 because it's exactly like the doorway of the Ulam. Great. But where did you get 50? Where did number 50 show up here? You're right. We got to go away from Rav, says Rav Chizda. Rav doesn't make sense. Where did he come up with 50? You want to go to Ulam? Ulam is up to 40. Where did he get 50? You want to push it to 100? 100 is an exaggeration. Well, 50, you can't say it's exaggeration. You're not going to say 40 and 50. You say 40, 1,000. You don't jump from 40 to 50. Rav made a mistake, says Rav So the Brisa sticks in the word Heichal. That's where Rav got his idea from. Rav says, Oi! The Brisa says that Rabbanon learned their 20 Amis from the Heichal in the Pesach Mikdash, the Heichal, who's only 20 Amis tall. You might, and if it's more than that, you have to go down. Who saw them in the Rabbanim and Pesach Shalei Chagamri? Review them in Pesach Shalulam Gamar. So that, oh, makes a lot of sense, Ram. He only saw that it says that, that Chachamim learned from the Heichal. So if Chachamim learned from the Heichal, the Review mentions in the Mishnah, you could go higher, he probably learned from the Ulam. The Ulam is 40. Review them in Pesach Shalulam Gamar. Mistakes is Rav Chizda. He didn't compare it to the Ulam. He compared it to a regular palace in those days. A palace. You ever go to a palace? The doorways are taller than 20 feet. You have massive doorways. He says, stop. Why are you going to, 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 to 20 amas, to 40 feet? You have even taller than that. You could go up to 40. 80 feet doorways. Just learn it. Regular, regular kings have nice doorways. And you want to talk about Pesach? You want to talk about what's, what's considered a doorway? Whatever, whatever a mansion has. Whatever a castle has. And castles have taller than 20 amas. Rabbanon. Yeah? Why did Rabbanon feel the need that the Okay, so you mean to the Heichel. Very good. So, he's asking, so then why did they mention Heichel? So, Tysus discusses it. And one of the things Tyson says is that the Heichal is just a way to remember it. You want to remember, everybody knows the Heichal is 20 Amas. So they said Heichal, but they're not learning it from Heichal. 
Fine. Says the Gemara, Ask, says the Gemara, then at the end of the day, if we're learning from a Heichal, then get doors. You need doors. A Heichal has doors, so your Mavi should have doors. Machlaikis, what do you do to cash or a Mavi? We started off the Mishnah with it, but we're going to have later. Beishamay say you need a Lechi, the one that goes vertical, and in addition to the Lechi, you need a second thing called a Kaira, the horizontal. One or the other. But no, no mention of doors. Where's the mention of doors? If you're comparing it to Heichal, doors. Says the doors of the Heichal were for modesty, for privacy. And therefore, that has nothing to do with a, with a Mavoy that human beings go in and out into the Rosh Hashanah. And we don't close off our streets, so why should you close off a Mavoy? There's a special reason in the Beis HaMikdash. So why does this Tzuras HaPesach work in a Mavoy? Where's the Tzuras HaPesach? You remember what it looks like, right? A doorway, a Tzuras HaPesach. Why do, you, why, why do you say that if you have a Tzuras HaPesach, you go any width you want? It's a problem. So the question is, but in the Heichal, there was a Tzuras HaPesach, and it was only up to 10 Amos. Did I skip here? The Heichel had a Tzuras HaPesach, had a doorway, and it was only up to 10 Amish, so how could you go more than that with the Tzuras HaPesach in a moment? It says in the Mishnah Mephurish, more than the Eser Amish, it's still kosher. It says the Gemara, and this is the last thing for today, Midu Taimo Elul Rav. Who's saying all this? Rav. It could be that according to Chacham, we don't need the Heichal, like I said before. So we had Rav Yehuda was teaching Chia, the son of Rav. Imagine this. Rav, the Goladar, has a tutor for his son. His name is Rav Yehuda. He walks by and he says, what are you talking about? What do you mean if there's a tourist at Pesach, he goes as wide as he wants? I need you to change that immediately. Do not teach that to my son. What you need to do, you have to be gorgeous, different in the Mishnah. You must, I'm amending this Mishnah. You have to make it narrower than Tanamas because Tzuras HaPesach doesn't work. Because the Heichal has the Tzuras HaPesach and therefore you got to go less than Tanamas, even with the Tzuras HaPesach, only according to Rav. Our Mishnah doesn't go according to Rav. Have a wonderful day, Rabbi Isai. Hope to see you at the Seum of Erevin. Hope to see you closer than that this coming Sunday at the Seum of Sechta Shabbos. Noam, please, a shtickle to Hillam.
אשתור, זה מה קוראים, מה רומן, ישכויח רבויסאי, ישכויח. Great start, great start. How many people do we have on Zoom today? What was the top number on Zoom? 151, Givaldig. Plus people on YouTube. Close to 90 people on YouTube, I think. We'll check it out. No, how was the first daf of Erevin? How was it? Rabbi from Willig, Shalom Aleichem. What's going on? Yes. It's geschmack to see that smile. Magitir Neisha Torah. Agevaldik, Agevaldik. Yes. Really, back then? You just aged him, my friend. You just aged him. <laughs> He's Givaldi. Givaldi. You know, we used to have a minion, and here's Rabbi Bodenheim. We used to have a minion in this house, in my building. And Rabbi Willig was the official rabbi of that minion. I was like to hear a bunch of drushes from him. Lel Shabbos drushes. In my building. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Shkoyach. Shkoyach. Okay. Noah, what's going on? Who, the Sadigari Rebbe? That's your Rebbe? Baruch Dain Emes. Baruch Dain Emes. How old was he? Young man. Mamish a young man. Baruch Dain Emes. I heard he had medical issues beforehand. It wasn't from COVID. Terrible news, terrible news. Both dynamics. The Sadiger Rebbe. Warren, how you doing, Warren? Warren Carlos, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Mark Strula is new to me, at least. Take care. Great day, Rabbi Isai. Great day. Oh, I forgot about YouTube. Hold on a second. Everybody's embarrassed. The shy today. We could do the sofa boys. Mazel tov to you on the Siyom. Yishkoyach to your father. For sponsoring Aaron Mosbacher. How did it go? Did you have a seum yet? Yeah. What happened at the seum? Let me hear. No, let's hear. Do you have a video? Yeah. And who's on the video? Who? We didn't get yours. What? That's terrible. I sent it. Oi, va, voi, va, voi. Chaval, chaval. I should have followed up and seen if you got it. I did. I made it and I sent it. Ay, 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 ay. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. The first place to have a beautiful advertisement for the show. Oh, where's that advertisement? Here, look at this. Check this out, Raboisai. Here's a advertisement for the CM in the Five Towns this coming Sunday. Let me show you guys. 
Garden Hills, Kew Gardens, Rockaway, Cedar 